I was ordained in the year 2000, so this is the 21st, almost, yeah, 21st year of my ordination. And so I've had 21 years to, to celebrate, to lead in worship on Christmas Eve. Actually, the first time I ever um, was ever given the opportunity to be the celebrant at the, at the Eucharistic celebration was on Christmas Eve in, in the year 2000. So um, I've had a lot of, lot of Christmas Eve days where I'm just sort of thinking about how to spend the day and what, how to be in meditation and how to, how to take in and how to communicate something of, of, of help to us as we contemplate the incarnation, the, the infleshing of God in the person of Jesus. But let me tell you, I have figured out the very, very best way to do that. And so I'm going to share my secret with you. And he's sitting right over here. I want you guys to meet Ridge Shepherd Ward, my grandson. See, he's already meant to be up in front of people. He's Ridge because like his daddy and his grandfather, he's going to be a hiker. And he's Shepherd because he's being taught to love the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. And he's Ward because that's his father's last name. <laughs> but I'm his, I'm his pops. So, And as I, I spent the day with this little guy, got to feed him and got to let him sleep on me a little bit, I started thinking about the incarnation and I thought, man, what, what better way to enter into a meditative time than to, to be holding a baby? Here's the sign the shepherds are told. You'll find a baby lying in a manger. The wonder of the fact that, that God chose to enter into humanity, to become human, is just mind-boggling, right? That God would, would come in, in this weak form. I mean, imagine God not being able to lift his head, not being able to feed himself, not being able, not, not learning to be aware of the fact that there are hands and feet and mouth ridge was talking to me a little bit after we fed today and it was the cutest thing and we get to think about our our god entering into our flesh becoming flesh emmanuel god with us god and how do you become human you you become human like this and so for god to enter into our world was for him to have to become as we are little children and there's something about all those prophetic words about a child being born He's cooing. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but he's cooing. It, it, a child being born. Because there's something about with a newborn child, the promise of new life, new start. And the Old Testament people could have not imagined how it is that God was going to bring salvation through a child. But God knew his plan. And his plan was always to become as a little one. And to enter into our life. And to identify with us as human beings. And to take on a flesh. And then to offer that flesh for the sins of the world. He tends to go right. So I'm going to go. If I go right, he's going to go more right. There he is.
I mean, when you put that into perspective and you see a little baby and you know the frailty, Christ had to become human through becoming a baby because that's how you become human. That's how you enter our world. But he also came in that great humility to teach us something about how we respond to God. And that's the second thing I want to say to you tonight as we, we contemplate the incarnation. We, we contemplate his enfleshing. We, we recognize that God has chosen to enter into our world, into the, the messiness of our world, and he's chosen to identify with us, and he, he came to take on flesh that he could offer himself for us on the cross. But he also came in humility to remind us that that is how we have to respond to him. I'm struck this time around by reading the gospel narrative, the, the, the nativity narrative, the juxtaposition between Caesar Augustus and Jesus. Augustus was the great nephew of, of Julius Caesar. I don't know if you remember your ancient history. Uh, Augustus was Octavian. He fought off Cleopatra and, and Mark Antony to seize power in Rome, and he became the first Caesar to declare himself Augustus. Augustus was a, a God name, and Octavian took it for himself and began to call himself a God. And it's said in the Roman Empire that at the time of, of Augustus's death that people comforted themselves in the knowledge that, that Augustus was not just a man, but that he was in fact a God. The world seeks to power grab. The world seeks to accumulate power and to eliminate, uh, eliminate enemies and to take what you can. And Jesus comes in complete opposite. Jesus comes in the frailty and the humility of a peasant infant. Born in obscurity. emptying himself, teaching us that the way to respond and to follow him is not to power grab like Augustus. But to die to ourselves. To lay down our power and our privilege and to enter in to the way of Jesus. You see, Jesus was God who became man. Augustus was a man who tried to be a God. And if we're honest, there's a tendency within each of us in our own way to try to be our own God, to try to be the captain of our own destiny, the master of our own universe, and it simply cannot be done. And when we try, we, we destroy ourselves ultimately. But today we remember the incarnation. And we see in the face of the baby Jesus the way of God that is completely counter to our way. God emptying himself and becoming like a frail child that he might 
redeem humanity through his humanity and bring us back into right relationship with the Father. Tonight, if we would be those who follow after Jesus, we have to learn to be like a little child, which is exactly what Jesus said, isn't it? If anyone would come to me, he must become like a little child, trusting in him, surrendering, asking the Lord to show us. Now, how do we do that? It's a daily thing. We do that every day by saying, Lord, here's my life. The Titus passage that Elena read is perfect. Where is the wickedness in me? Where is the waywardness in me? Where am I more like Augustus than Jesus? And I lay it down. And I come before you. So tonight, I, I want to invite you to into meditation of God becoming flesh. God humbling self as a small child. God offering his flesh for our sins. God showing us the countercultural way to find the life that is everlasting. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. This is who offers you life today. And he began it as a little child. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.